From Relay FM, this is the Pen Attic. Today's show is brought to you so kindly by the fine folk over at the Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello, Michael. How are you? I am very well, Mr. Brad Dowdy. How are you? Good, good. Did you have a good Fourth of July weekend? It was really good, actually. <laughs> good. good. I had a very nice Fourth of July. The, the, July the Fourth, two thousand and sixteen, was a nice day. Good. It was an excellent day for you. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So wonderful. What did you do? Tell me what you did. I'm nothing really. Just hung out. Had my wife work <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, we cooked out on Monday. Swam and drank. Um, that's pretty much what the Fourth of July is good for. Mm-hmm. Watched a lot of baseball. Cook out and cooked out is an interesting phrase to me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we just call it barbecue, right? See, in in my area, you never do that because barbecue, barbecue is, is a type the food. of food, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting. I either grill or I cook out; those are interchangeable. But I never barbecue. Does that make sense? Yeah, Stephen says the same stuff. Says grill mm-hmm. and cook out mm-hmm. because obviously barbecue is also extremely important in Memphis. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> So I wanted to bring back, uh, I don't want to do this every episode because I feel like it probably doesn't change that much, but I figured we should maybe talk about what stuff we're using today. Yeah, so we kind of got out of that habit. We're like, we should start this habit, and then we we failed completely. I feel like as a habit, though, it should just pop up every now and then because week to week, at least for me, it's not going to be too different. Agree. I, I agree completely. It shouldn't be an every week thing, and it doesn't always fit with the with the flow of the show, especially if we have guests, but sometimes it's good to see what they're using. But I thought this was a timely one, one, because we haven't done it in a while, and two, because I'm kind of carrying things differently these days, and we'll mm. talk about that a little bit, and uh, it's something I want to get into and something I've been thinking about a lot recently. So it was good that you put this in here because the timing was perfect for what I'm carrying. So today I am using my beautiful Sailor Pro Gear in orange with the rhodium trim. Um, it is remains to be the best pen that I own. My my favorite number one, Mister Pen. Uh, and and I go back and forth. You know the M ninety is is so fantastic, but it's just not as flawless as the Pro Gear is. Mm. You know, like I, I um, with the M90, I had to kind of like give it a little bit of a clean the other day because it, it built up a little bit of gunk around the nib. Sure. The Pro Gear doesn't do that. You know, the Pro Gear has had the same Fuyugaki ink in it that I have in it today, and it's had it for months probably. And it's just like, it's just ready to go, you know, like immediately ready yeah. to go. Every time I pick it up, I'm like, is now the time that I'm going to have to empty and refill this thing? It's like, nope, <laughs> nope, we're all good. We're good to go. It's like, it's like, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. You know, that's how I imagine uh, my pro gear thinks. And he talks to me when I pick him up. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, I haven't got one for him. Yeah, I don't Mine don't have names either. No, I, I should prob- maybe like um, Captain Orange Beard or something, you know, because he's like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go with that, Captain Orange Beard. And All right, chat room, you're not typing fast enough. You're I know. To... <laughs> you're gonna get that title in quick. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Kathy, Kathy got it in just just before Doug. Doug even went with CPT as a way to try and get it in quicker. This is tales from the chat room, as the chat room oh, suggests. So if God. you don't know, when you listen, when people listen live, they can suggest titles in the chat room that get pulled into a system that we have, where me and Brad will then pick the title at the end of the episode. So people listening will hear the things that we say and type them in and submit them as titles. And uh, we have two veterans of the chat room, Kathy and Doug, who are always here. Um, and this week, Kathy just beat 
Doug to that suggestion, which is probably going to be the episode title, but <laughs> you never know what other things might come up. But That's anyway, true. so one of the reasons that I haven't used the Pro Gear for the job that it is doing right now, which is to um, take notes for during the recording, is because it has a cap on it. And what I realized was, and this, I, I didn't notice this until for a while, every time I took a note, you could hear me uncapping the pen. Oh, really? Or you could hear like some sound. Nobody else would hear it, but I could sure. hear it when I was editing. So I'm throwing caution to the wind and doing something which is perfectly fine to do, but I never do, and I am leaving it uncapped. Mm. So I started yeah. doing this with the M90 as well, mm. strictly because Thomas told me that the pen was the M90 was very good for that, that you could just leave it uncapped and it would be fine. Uh, but today I am doing that with the Pro Gear as well, and I am very happy. Um, it, it very rarely has any problems starting, but if I leave it for like 10 minutes or something, it might just take two attempts for the first character, you know? Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy to be using it. And uh, as I mentioned, it is filled with Fuyugaki, of course, Hiroshizuku Fuyugaki. And I am writing on the Field Notes byline, which is one of my very, very favorite things right now. I've got to say. Mm-hmm. So there you yeah. go, Brad. Yeah, it's um. So I, I kind of did this in two sections. One because when I podcast, I use something different um, than what I'm necessarily using every day. So like the 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 caption you put in our show notes is what are we using today? Well, that's one thing. But what I've been carrying every day is a different thing. So I want to talk about what I'm using today first because it's so similar to yours. I'm actually using a sa- a Sailor Pro Gear Slims, and it's one of the four seasons editions this one is called haruzora spring sky it's blue with gold trim and black end caps it's really pretty looking um i like the look of this pen it's obviously smaller than the pro gear you're using and one of the things that i like about your pro gear because i have the exact same one and about this pro gear that never gets talked about they have really excellent clips on their pens do you ever think about that i think about clips on pens a lot that's just one of my things ever clip pens yeah it's just a really sturdy really nice shape um it's always always firm and never gets loose or wiggles or anything like that anyway i like this nib uh this pen a lot this clip um and i have a fine nib in this one i have a sailor blue black ink cartridge which i'm using and i too am writing on the field notes byline edition because it's kind of like the really great desk pad so i have a really small uh end table that i podcast on so i have my laptop my microphone and the byline edition with this pen all set up perfectly it's like all the right size all the way across so what was the name of the sailor the the color that you have so it's part of the four seasons collection Uh and it's haruzora h-a-r-u-z-o-r-a spring sky wow so I think probably we could shorten that to Spring Sky and be good. Yeah, I it kind of looks it kind of looks like a Tiffany pin, you know, like Tiffany the brand Tiffany. Um, it's not quite as deep of a blue; it's a much lighter blue, but it looks like something that would be sold in like the Tiffany jewelry store or something like that. It's a really neat kind of color that they did for this. And there's there's four total colors in this. I forget which which other one. This this is the one I'm working on a review. They have um, I don't know I. Could have picked a different one, but I wanted to pick one that I wouldn't normally pick. So this was actually the one um, to see about the color. This was probably would be my third choice of the four, but uh, I wanted to to see something different. 
but why I found this whole thing interesting is because I what I've really been literally carrying every day is a fodder stack XL, which is the Notco um, memo book holder. It's the real skinny one. It has one pin pocket in the front, and I have a Fisher Space Pin in there, a brass one, just the traditional shape, brass bullet. Uh, Fisher Space Pen and one of the Pen Addict notebooks. And what I found myself recently, and this is going on a couple of months, that when I'm at going to knock three days a week, I end up not bringing any fountain pens with me because they're not great around the shop. I don't want to clip them to my shirt, you know, have them fall out, have them drop. Um, you know, if I'm writing on the copy paper that we use in the printer that we're printing orders on, you know, I want to use something that's not a fountain pen because that's not the best for the situation. And I think that's what I found is like, I found a kit that's better for the situation I'm in. And that's what I talk about all the time, using the right pens and paper in the right situations. It doesn't matter what's the best pen or what's your favorite pen. It's what's the best for the situation that you're in. And I found this little kit with the the notebook, the notebook cover, and the pen to be like a really, really good setup for me because I can just throw it in my pocket. It fits easily in my back pocket. It fits on a side pocket if I'm wearing a short with like a cargo pocket or something like that. Um, It doesn't get in the way. It's light. I can use this pen on anything and anywhere in the shop with the Fisher Space Pen refill. I always switch out those refills, by the way, from the 1.0 millimeter black to the 0.7 millimeter blue. I don't like the black um, Fisher Space Pill. Fisher Space Pen refill in the 1.0 millimeter size. It's not my favorite at all. So that's kind of been like my carry. Like I'll leave the house. I just grab the fodder stack and everything's there. And I throw it in my pocket. It doesn't get in the way. I don't know. That's uh, it's kind of been my thing recently. And it's uh, it's it's sticky. It's been sticking with me. I haven't been using my fountain pens near as much. Which uh, I, I I wrote recently. I was, ta- I was talking about this because um, Mike Dudek wrote a post about how he hadn't been using his fountain pens as much. And I was, I got to think about it. I was like, you know, I'm in the kind of in the exact same boat where my fountain pen usage was like 75% of my pen usage. It's dropped down to probably under 50% of the time. I'm just using more different pens nowadays than I am using fountain pens. I definitely rotate through my fountain pens a lot less than I used to just because I'm using, using them less, not using the ink as much. Um, so not as much, um, need to to change through them so it's a interesting transition i'm i'm having right now and it's just uh environmental it's just like what's what's being called for for the job that i'm doing right now so yeah so i totally hate hate fountain pens again mike you can quote me on that oh you're back around you've come all the way around again yeah tony tony wanted to remind me of that i want to make a clarification on your sailor that you mentioned sure is it sky blue or spring blue spring blue Okay, because I'm finding Harazura sky blue everywhere. Really? Yeah. I'm, Including I on Nibs.com and on Pen Chalet. Okay, I was looking on Gold Spot, and they have it as spring blue. So, yeah. Well. So maybe we should go to the sailor site to get the official name. Well, I went to Nibs.com, and they have it as sky blue. It's all very mm. confusing, everyone. <laughs> These are, so, yeah. these are the real kind of challenges that we have here. I know. And, you know, I'm definitely prone to screwing that up. Yeah, I'm, Goldspot says spring. 
Well, who knows whether it's mm-hmm. spring or sky, but I'm going to put a link to the sky blue in the chat room because it looks okay. similar, at least. But I'm going to go with spring blue because this series is called Four Seasons, so there's spring, summer, autumn, and winter. So, Well, then it doesn't make any sense, does it, really? Nope. <laughs> so as, as Kathy would say, suck it. Well, it's not my fault, is it, really? I mean, I feel like you, you've you've unfairly asked me to do that. <laughs> you asked me. You asked me the color. No, I, I had the feel color like, right no, the first time. Look, I'm just saying, <laughs> right? I, all I'm doing is, is looking these things up because you don't provide me with the links, and I want to give the links to our listeners. Fair right? enough. Fair you enough. Know, what, do you, what do you want me to do? I love the patina in the photo of your Fisher Space Pen because it just looks green now. It looks like you just bought a green one. I keep photographing it because it's kind of blowing my mind. So it came out, obviously, when you get it, it's just the brightest, clearest, most perfect brass. That patina took all of about two days of me carrying it in my pocket. It was like zero to 100 in two days. Just just like crazy, crazy patina. So now you have it at me, me making those noises that you don't like. That's interesting, right? The patina thing, because mm -hmm. you buy a pen for a specific look. Mm Mm-hmm. And then within days, it doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know? This, I've weird. never had a... I have a few... Like, I still have my pen type B that I carry, and it, it patinaed, like, gradually, and it's nowhere near as dark as this is, and it's a huge hunk of brass. This is... I think people were actually saying, because this one is so thin, it causes that to mm. be a quicker transition, I guess. And the, the pen type B, um, you know, just has a more stable you know, looking effect on, on it than, than this one does. This one is really kind of, kind of crazy in, uh, especially with the time they, they took. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So you mentioned your buddy <laughs> to me again uh, today. Yeah. That was in the pregame. Yeah. So, uh, you were, you were brought up by Kevin Rose on the Tim Ferriss podcast, which is mm-hmm. very, uh, very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I have nothing to say. Yeah, I didn't really have anything to say either. I just you just want to rub it in my face. Yeah, I just I know what you I know what you're doing. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know about it. Like I was sitting around. It was either Sunday or Monday. It was on a super quiet day, and mm-hmm. I started getting a few tweets saying, "Hey, you got to mention in the in Tim Ferriss podcast." Kevin Rose was talking about. Um, they were talking about what's a purchase under one hundred dollars that you know has kind of changed how you do things. And Kevin mentioned the the podcast and the and just how you changed. Uh, his life basically Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. totally so he he's now using the the uniball uh signo 207 and 307 is is kind of his go-to pen i just i can't get on board with signo i know i i'm I'm coming around just because i know i should say it it's still it'll always be sino to me but um (laughs) i'll uh (laughs) i've just gone with signo now just like uh you know moleskine you know i i don't know you know i I feel bad when I know the right pronunciation and I still don't even attempt it. So I feel like I should drop some signos in there. So it just makes me makes me sad. I like yeah. Sino. I really like Sino. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna be a sign. I'm gonna be a signo denier. That <laughs> sounds like it's, it kind of sounds like Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> um, I just wanted to draw attention to the uh, another installment in uh, Ginny at Three Staples look like a deep look at a Field Notes edition. Mm-hmm. Um, I promise I'm not going to do this every single time she posts, <laughs> uh, but this time it was Arts and Sciences. So, you know, one of my favorite editions, uh, probably my second or third favorite edition. Uh, so I just wanted to mention it because the photography is great, even though I fundamentally disagree with a lot of Ginny's points. 
Mm-hmm. because uh, she wasn't a big fan of the edition. And anybody that's not a big fan of arts and sciences, I will just disagree with. Um, I understand what she, where she was coming from in the idea of she's kind of the purest mindset of size of and format mm-hmm. of the notebooks, um, and this fundamentally changed that. Um, and it, it kind of like to paraphrase Ginny, without really adding much to it, they just blew up the book mm-hmm. you know, in Dimensions. And I guess it's different to Byline, right, where they, they kind of changed it. But Ginny kind of shows her colors a little bit towards Byline. She doesn't seem to like Byline for that reason either. Sure. Um, but I do. I love both of these editions. Uh, but I also understand why why it freaks people out because they buy these books sight unseen uh, and they kind of see them as, a, I guess, as a specific role that they fill. But I like to have these books thrown on me because these books are two of my favorite editions because they have found an additional utility that I didn't know I would need them for. So that's why I like them. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I actually mentioned this in the newsletter this weekend because these two issues will now forever be linked, right? They're the two outliers of size and shape that caused, you know, you know, a a wide gap in in the love hate there's not a lot of middle ground in arts and sciences and byline you love yep. them or you hate them and right and both of those stances are correct you know based on how you use it for your notes and um but I, I thought it was just a timely review and i i said when I, I was talking about them that we had been clamoring for like a stock edition arts and sciences for the last two years and that's never happened and now people are saying well stock edition byline and I'm pretty certain that's not going to happen either. I think if either of them happened, it'd be arts and sciences. But if I had to put money, I would bet neither yeah. um, would ever be. And as I've made myself perfectly clear, if Byline becomes stock before arts and sciences, I will march upon Chicago. <laughs> I might actually pay for that in, uh, so Although, we can go together so I can I, see it. I'll have to see I, how I go with this because I, I think for the job that I'm using it for, Byline is actually better than arts and sciences. But for me, it's just a case of principle now. <laughs> you know? right. It's like I wanted it for so long. Even though now I would probably prefer it to be byline. Right. But it's I still have I've asked for arts and sciences for so long, I would be I would be upset. Yeah. They'll never do anything with byline as long as Steno exists. That's what I believe too. And I and I don't I can't see Steno going away because part of the pe- reason people like it is that it's bigger. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll combine arts and sciences and byline. <laughs> they'll just make one of the big formats with a ring binder along yeah. the top. The stationary internet would explode. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! Talking about the, <laughs> the explosion of the stationary internet, let's talk about a company that does awesome stuff. Penchelle. You know Penchelle. They have all your favorite brands. We were talking about those sailors earlier. So the mm-hmm. four season sailor Penchelle, of course, have those. Because they have all of your favorite brands. They have Caveco, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki. So many more. They're an authorized dealer of all of them. They have all the fountain pens, rollables, ballpoints, mechanical pencils that you'll want. As well as all of the accessories that you're going to need to put stuff in and to put them inside. So carrying cases and refills and converters, the whole shebang. They even carry some inks as well. They're always adding new styles of pens. They're always adding whatever they can. And they have great deals, and they have great deals on shipping as well. They ship internationally with really reasonable shipping rates. I've had stuff sent from Pen Chalet a bunch. They also do uh, free shipping on orders of over $50 in the United States. So Pen Chalet also offers 
a 100% satisfaction guarantee on their high-quality goods. Go to penchalet.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Enter the password penaddict and you will get this week's special offer, which I'm going to tell you about in a moment, and also the code that you'll need to save 10% on anything at Penchalet. I want to stress this. We always talk about the offers that they have, but you can buy anything at Penchalet and get 10% off just by going to the site and entering the, the little penaddict password in the podcast link. Because the, the code changes week to week. So you've got to make sure you go there. So you'll get to see the special offers and also pick up the code. So you can pick up a sailor of your own if you want to. But we do have a bunch of special offers this week. Uh, Ron has put together a cavalcade of deals for you. Uh, we have the Monteverde Jewelleria ballpoint, which retails at $50. But after the discount and coupon, you can pick up for $9. The Conklin All-American is 4th of July rollerball. Retails at $85. You can get for $30.60 of being a listener of the show because you'll get the discount and coupon. The Lamy AL Star ballpoint in blue or green, which retails at $37. You can get for $23.31. And the Lamy logo fountain pen in the new pearl and twilight colorways um, was $50 at retail, but you can get it for $31.50 after the discount from Penchalet and the coupon that you put in at checkout. So there's some fantastic stuff there. As always, thanks so much to Penchalet for their support of this show and Relay FM. Yeah, so a couple of things here. One, the Lamy logo fountain pen is a really good deal. It's a skinnier barrel pen without the um, molded grip sections like you'll find on the Safari, the yep. AL Star, things like that. But they'll also take the Safari nibs. Um, if you want to swap those out, if you have a favorite, um, this Conklin all American rollerball, I'm interested in it only because the picture shows it with a fine liner refill. And I find that extremely odd. Um, and I like those refills. Um, it's a Mont Blanc slash Monteverde type refill. So I'm interested to see why that's got that refill in there. Cause that's kind of cool actually. Cause not a lot of pins take that or not a lot of pins, uh, come with that. Uh, you can retrofit a lot of pins to fit that. And what I meant to mention earlier when we were talking about the things I'm carrying, I'm carrying a lot of ballpoint pens recently. If I'm not carrying this Fisher Space Pen, Mike, I've been carrying the Lamy Pico. It's stuff you can bash around, right? Yeah, yeah. And I enjoy writing with them. Like the Lamy ballpoint refills are really, really good. So like last week when, you know, Ron stuck in the Pelican uh, Burnt Orange M800 for a really good price, which is still in there. I wanted to make sure I scrolled down to see if he stuck anything else in these deals. And he did. So he did the the Platinum 3776 Gathered Fountain Pens, the one with the rings around the barrel. Um, that's a really good deal for $148.50. That's a, that's a pretty cool pen. I, I used those at one of the pen shows I was at. I, I like the feel of those. Pretty cool. I'm starting to think now that Ron is not telling me about some of the stuff he puts in. <laughs> because you always find these like kind of awesome deals that he doesn't tell me about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, know what's, I know what you two are up to. You know, I rarely talk to Ron. Um, you know, we, we chit chat every now and then, but uh, I, I think he just knows that I don't look at it beforehand. So he wants to see what I come up with, I guess. So we'll see. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Penchalet. And they're always so great to work with. And we really appreciate always. It. Very wonderful. Thank you, Ron. We were talking about Lamy, and it's Lamy City over here, baby. Good grief. That's all it seems that's like everything in the, the pin news over the, the past few days, well, as far as products goes, has been around Lamy. They're, yep. they're kind of. Uh, the initial leaks of the images were coming out. Gearing up for the big release for the uh, 50th anniversary uh, stuff. So let's get the big one out first because that's what Just everyone... Just quickly, yeah. I've said about the leaks and stuff. People mm-hmm. know that I also do tech podcasting, right? 
Mm -hmm. that is the thing that I do. This process of this Lamy coming out is basically the same as when like a new iPhone comes out. There's rumors, (laughs) speculation on the colorway. Then the leaked images come out, right? Like all such Mm -hmm. and such websites got an image. Mm -hmm. And then a few select sites get to talk about it. Right, mm-hmm. like Goulet pens seem to have more information than anybody else. Like it's yeah. been really interesting to watch <laughs> this kind of rollout of this of this product here. But we finally know, after months of speculation, what the Lamy 2050th anniversary limited edition is. It's called the Black Amber, which is a way better name than what we get. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a totally Salami 2000 Black Amber 50th Anniversary Limited Edition. Like, so I'm gonna let down. You're gonna to find me, a I mean. bunch of it, links in the show notes. Um, there's the, one of the first places that I saw it was a, an Instagram account. I don't know this Apple Boom Pen. Mm-hmm. What yeah, is out this? of the Netherlands. Uh, it's a big, big pin shop out of the Netherlands. Okay, yeah. I'd never heard of them before. Good people, absolutely, really good stuff. And then Goulet uh, has a has a, a good kind of sneak peek at this and another pen we're going to mm-hmm. talk about in a minute, where we've got a bunch of details about it. There's also a video that Lamy put out, which is like a two minute video, and you see uh, this is also from Apple Boom. They posted it right, but I think it it looks like an official Lamy video to me, anyway. Yeah. Um. You get to see the uh, limited edition at 1 minute 30 mm-hmm. in this video. Uh, and effectively, it is a Lamy 2000 in stainless steel. Mm-hmm. So it looks just like the... What what color? Didn't they have a, a stainless steel one before? Oh, still do. Still do. So yeah, stainless steel. It's the stainless steel, but it now has this coating on it, this black amber coating, which is kind of an odd look, to be to be quite honest. It yep. either needs to be black or it needs to be amber. I I don't know. It's it's grayish. It looks like gold-ish. it's maybe a little bit goldy in the right light. Yeah, um, and it has a small fifty, um, which is imprinted under the Lamy logo. So to kind of denote it's fifty years. They have 5,000 units. They're going to be 500 euros each uh, available in September. Uh, it's just such a bad effort. <laughs> now, I don't know how this pen feels to hold, right? Like, it might feel real nice. Did you say the price? Yeah, 500 euro. 500 euro, yeah. So, for what? Close to 700 US? 650, 700? Yeah. I mean, so let's be perfectly clear. There's no doubt they'll sell out of these immediately. I mean, they, they just will. Um, I is it, yeah, but going to what you were saying, it's just a, a total letdown from what could have been uh, an, an amazing thing. Now I don't know why they've made the choices that they've made because, like stainless, the stainless steel uh, two thousand is the lesser of the two thousands anyway. Right, that in my opinion, the best two thousand is the black one because of the mm-hmm. microlon. Mm-hmm. Right, that's one of my things as to what makes this pen so amazing. Exactly, that's what makes the two thousand the two thousand. So they started with, in my opinion, and I guess yours too, the wrong base, mm-hmm. and then added something to it that isn't really that great. I mean, and again, this might feel great to hold, right? Like that, this satin finish, which has been quoted uh, from the Goulet Pens blog. 
doesn't really excite me. And you put right. a link, and we'll bring we bring we brought this up when we originally spoke about this to the special edition auction uh, that Johnny Ive put together and Mark Newson of the red Lamy two thousand, which is exactly what we want. They kept the Macrolon material, made it red, and made something incredible. And this is the stainless model that's painted. It's like, really? Wow, okay. For that price. For, I mean, and, and I really want the stainless model. I, I will. I would get the stainless model over this in a split second. Um, it's, a, it's a really great pen. But the this edition, no thanks. Um, and then when you know good and well they can actually do something like yep. this i mean yep. if they're going to charge a super premium for it even it no matter how much it costs them to make that uh johnny ive mark newson one uh for project red you you charge it i mean you just i don't care how much it costs you you show off this is the time to show off right you could make that for less than 500 euros yeah i, I would wager what a shame man yeah, I feel like they really kind of let down on it because black <laughs> amber. Like, why did they even give it that name? It's not black or amber. Like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> it's like the, it's the color of my like when my kids uh, finger paint and mix like the yellow and the green and the blue and the red. It it ends up kind of like black amber. <laughs> it's just not a color. It's not a real color. <laughs> but imagine how you know. I was imagining like uh, you know like orange and and black and i was like oh this is gonna be real great but or even like when the when the pictures first came out the 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 tags weren't clear that they were saying male because the pictures didn't show the color off very well they were thinking well maybe this is a titanium pen that would have been disappointing too but in in retrospect that might even that might have i might have been more interested in that i wouldn't have bought a titanium but it wouldn't have upset me so much yeah i still wouldn't have bought it but i mean it, it's it's a paint job for like a really important release that they're doing again this is what's going to happen in september when apple unveil the iphone 7 and the and the body hasn't changed right because mm-hmm. that's the current rumors is like that it's going to look just like the 6 and the 6s and then mm-hmm. everyone's going to be doing this right complaining about uh the fact that, that it hasn't changed very much right and that maybe they just have a new color yeah. And one of the reasons I keep bringing up the iPhone <laughs> is because of the Lamy Lux. It's LX, but it's pronounced Lux or Lux. I'm going to go with Lux because yeah. it has an E at the end from the pronunciation mm-hmm. guide. Uh, this has been referred to by many, including you, as the iPhone pen. Uh, <laughs> and it is because it is a kind of a next level up from the AL. It is made out of uh, aluminium, anodized aluminium, four colors, gold, what they call gold. Palladium, rose gold, and ruthenium. Uh, palladium and ruthenium are kind of a cheat because they're not made of those materials. <laughs> it's just the colors that those materials give. And basically, it was just so they didn't use silver and slate gray because these are the exact same colors as the iPhone, iPad, and MacBook color choices that you can get now. Gold, rose gold, uh, slate gray, and silver. Um, they are The nibs are gorgeous they are black with this gold detailing have you seen the nibs yes oh they look good (laughs) um they give you matching anodized cases anodized aluminium cases that match the color um and 
I'm being told space gray in the chat room. It's not slate gray. I apologize. It is space gray. Mm. Uh, This is an approximate $70 MSRP. Uh, Goulet say 56 with them. I don't know how, but that's what they said in their blog post. That's pretty standard retail pricing, 20% off MSRP. Okay. It's what most retailers is the street price. So let's say it's 56. Yep. I'm so in on this pen. Oh my God, these are amazing. This is so cool. Now, I can hear that you don't think so, but I think <laughs> I think they look really good and also freaking genius. Freaking <laughs> genius. If you want to make four pens in a new line in aluminium, of course you make them the iPhone colors. <laughs> like, why would you not do that? Like, And I don't know why people are getting mad about this. This is freaking genius, and I want all four of them now. <laughs> Excuse me, I kind of felt that you might feel this way. I, I'm just shaking my head. Like, you put these in, like, stores, like, regular stores. These yeah. are going to fly off the shelves because they look like the iPhone. I'm not going to disagree with you, um, except for me personally. It's it, The sound you heard was my head shaking um, back and forth while you were talking. I like This This just makes me personally want to pull my hair out. This, this drives me absolutely <laughs> insane. Uh, it, it's... Why? I mean, it's because of the matchiness and the the attempt to do that. If you're going to do that, it, drop me two more colors in there as well that are just badass, like blue or orange or green or purple. I mean, go with these four, which is a clear matchy-matchy thing that you're talking about, and then drop me two more, and then I might get excited on it. But well, but they've given you the dark lilac and the green this year. Yeah, but not in this model, not with this finish, not with this nib. Yeah, but the point is, like, the, the the materials. Like, So, for example, the clips, they are plated with the actual metal that the pen is representing. Right. So, I mean, I wouldn't pay I wouldn't pay the extra price for these, Is is to, to your point. They gave me those colors for $20 cheaper. I mean, I don't get a black nib in a carrying case, but I like the pen better. Um, the best thing about it is the carrying case and the nib. You know, if I can buy the nib separately, I might get one. But there, it's this doesn't excite me. I I laugh more at this than anything. But again, just like the other two thousand, they'll they will sell the snot out of these. It's just not for me personally. But for a different reason, yeah. though. Like the 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 the, the two thousand will sell because it's limited. Mm-hmm. These will sell because it's a freaking genius marketing move. Like it you is. can't deny that, right? Like, I, I do not deny that. This it's is genius. so smart of them to choose these colors and. I I want them because I actually just just think they look great. I think they look great. Um, I think there's four great colors and they've done a really good job of putting these together. And I think it's a very smart move. And it's what upsets me so much is that they will do this and then the black amber together. And it's like, oh, you were like so close. (laughs) But I know people are getting real upset about these because of the price and stuff like that. But yeah, just don't just don't buy it. I'll end up with one of these just um, to review um, and, you know, get one of the, uh, you know, the, the gray ones. And because I want to see the case, I want to see if the nib's any different. And, um, and it'll be a perfectly fine pen. It's just, again, it's just not super exciting when they could have done something super exciting. I think it's exciting for different people. Sure. And it's, but it excites me, though, right? Like, I do think this is exciting. It's going to do extremely well. There's no doubt. No so I, I will be buying one of these as soon as I see them available because I don't know when they're coming out. Kind of isn't. Really I think it's. I yet. think this is September also. Okay, so just in time for the new iPhone. Yeah, 
which is even better marketing. You know, when I initially saw these, I was like, are they going in Apple stores? Like in the, <laughs> in the campus store? I mean, I thought when if they see things going on with, you know, like Retro 51 getting in there and doing the color matching thing, I was like, well, maybe we should do something and we could, they could at least do it in the European market, if not worldwide. Uh, I, was, I see no reason why they wouldn't. I mean, Lamy's obviously um, has fans in, in people like Johnny Ive, right? So maybe these will show up in the campus store. I wouldn't be surprised. Or at least at all. a version of them with the Apple logo on. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Oh, now we get onto more incredibly <laughs> frustrating product marketing decisions. We get to talk about our favorite Facebook page in the world, Twisby's <laughs> Facebook page. Well, why are you bringing this to my attention? Because it's bamboo and it's cool looking. <laughs> I like this one, and it's the same model as the Macarta. I mean, same barrel shape, and you know I love the barrel shape of my Macarta. It's not going to feel at all like the Macarta. The Macarta has a density that I don't think this bamboo is going to be able to pull off, but this is kind of (laughs) cool. But when did they do those, when did we tease those last wood pins, like when they did all the rare materials? It was probably almost two and a year, two and a half years ago. Is it over a year? I feel like I've been doing it for my entire life. (laughs) And they've never done it, and those looked way better than this bamboo model is, but yeah, I'd be all over this. This, this pen is sweet. <laughs> so I'll get this and you get the Lamy and we'll all live happily ever after. Well, you're, the thing is you're never going to get this. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's so this, true. <laughs> this is why it annoys me. Like the pen itself looks brilliant, but mm-hmm. they do this all the time, right? Like they, they like, oh, look at this thing we're working on. But mm-hmm. it's so far away from actually arriving, you know? That's what yeah. annoys me about them. Yeah. They do this all the time. It drives me crazy. Hey, I was the one, you know, getting in trouble for the what is it, the red lava that they did last week where I was complaining or two weeks ago, but whatever. I'm 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 all about the bamboo. <laughs> so I uh, yeah, I I subscribe to their twi- to their Twisby page, to their Facebook page, but I never read it just because it's always something like super cool that's never going to exist. Um but, you know, I'm all about that, too. You know, I, I do that, too. I make, We make cool things at Knock that don't exist, and I keep teasing them because it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to do. And, you know, it's a maybe, Mike. Maybe it'll exist. It can get me all jacked up about it. So I need to make a quick addendum to mm-hmm. uh, my original point at, right at the top of the show. Uh, my sailor has now run out of ink. <laughs> so I have now turned over to the Pelican M205 that I own. Did it run out of ink because you unscrewed it and looked, or did it run out of ink because you've left it uncapped the entire ship? It ran out of ink because I unscrewed it and looked. Okay. It is out. But I'm using the M205, the striped one. It's a 205, isn't it, that uh, Mr. Thomas yeah. Hall gifted me? Well, it's like a 200, They the way they call it. It's, it's a weird number, but yes, it's that size. So I've now switched over to that, which has also got for Yugaki in it, but I uh, <laughs> upgraded this one not with picky. a gold nib. That's right. It was very expensive. <laughs> it sure was. I remember doing that, though, because I, I wasn't a big fan of the original nib, so I went ahead and bought a gold one, and this was my favorite pen for, for a long time. And this oh, was still very, very long time. It is superb. Right, Talking about potential favorite pens. pens. Oh. That exist. This one exists. So this one's, this is going to be a problem, Mike. It's the Montblanc Meisterstuck Ultra Black. I'm like... I got my fist pumped up in the air about this one to talk about this one. I had some 
time to spend reading and thinking all about it yesterday. Um, and I didn't know if you got time to look at it. So I kind of want to know what your thoughts are about this. So I've taken a look at all of the links that you provided me, which we're providing for the show notes. This is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I am very scared of it. <laughs> uh, it looks, it has the look of the Marquelon from the, uh, from the, the Lamy 2000, which is quite mm. interesting. Like, it has a kind of a matte-looking finish to it. Yeah, it's a, it's a matte finish. Resin barrel, matte finish. It's not Macrolon. No. Let's just make no, sure. No, it isn't, but as I say, it has, it has the look of it, so it has that really interesting sure. texture look to it. Um, we have two different versions, uh, the Classique and the Le Grand. Um, and is it they're different in size? What is the difference between the Classique and the Le Grand? Yeah, so just kind of like my pro gear slims that i'm using in your regular pro gear um you know they have that different size comparison and also with the legrand it's a piston filler where the classique is a cartridge converter filler so the legrand you'll see the ink window because it has a piston filling mechanism and the classique you won't see that because it's a cartridge converter uh system pin but it's it's got a little uh, a little ink window in it mm-hmm. and oh, i yeah it's just incredible if you look at the uh where to focus wtf page from anderson pens you'll get a kind of a good view they've got some great photos of this thing i'm lusting i am lusting i i am too i mean this is like i'm glad i didn't buy the rouge et noir like and then this come out i would have been ticked because i couldn't afford both of them there's no way and this is the one that's speaking to me. There's a thing that upsets me like deeply, which is on Anderson Penn's website. You have to click for them to email you the price. That's when you know you're in, yeah, in, yeah, ba- yeah. in bad times, right? Like it's some. This is bad. This is not yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, those are those things that are that come from down on high, right? Yep. Come down from on high, and I mean, you can only carry Mont Blanc if you have a brick and mortar store. I believe is still there one of their uh, things. That's why Anderson has them. But then they must be you know, there must be some kind of rules directly for Mont Blanc that you can't publicize the price. But the European companies um, do publicize the price, so there's got to be something up. But it's like you just know it's 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 going to be expensive, right? Like yeah. You- so it's for the small one, it's six six hundred and seventy dollars. I've typed euro in the sheet, but it's dollars, and then eight seventy dollars for the um legrand um boy this if there's a pen designed for me this is it and we were talking in the uh slack room yesterday in the podcast number one we were talking are we having um blacked out fatigue you know where the the all black and the ruthenium and you know the whole murdered out look um and my my answer to that was no because that's just the style that appeals to me you know i already have three or four pins that way i'm not tired of it i would add another one um and then that conversation continued with our friend Joey Feldman, and they're joking about this in the chat room. He went to the, he regaled us with a tale of him visiting the Mont Blanc store yesterday in LA when they were unboxing these, and he got to play around with them, and somehow he didn't leave with one. Um, but uh, he he's working on it, and he's working on a deal uh, to try to try to get a little bit of discount on it. But uh, he said it was pretty awesome. And uh, woke up this morning having dreamt about it last night. And this mm. is this is one of those pins uh, I hope to see at the DC Pen Show, and we'll kind of chart a course from there if I'm interested in it or not. I want to see what the size of it is. Um, I'm a, assuming it's a good medium sized medium sized fountain pen. So 
Um, I'm not familiar with Mont Blanc's big shapes. Everyone was hoping it would come in the 149, which is the bigger of the three models. Um, so, and, and it does not. So I'm interested to see where this, where this falls into, if it's comfortable for me. And, uh, this one's on the list, Mike. So what are you thinking? You could- what am I thinking? I, I'm not like Jones into like jam buttons and put it in a shopping cart. All right. It's cheaper than I thought it was going to be in in the UK. I, th- it's about where I thought it would be. Yeah, no, like, like just I'm, looking at the prices that you put into the document, it's like mm-hmm. four hundred and fifty pounds and five hundred and seventy pounds, which is mm-hmm. still an incredible amount of money, and is not oh, a yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and buy this, but I am willing to go and take a look at one. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to look and like. Like I've I've just said earlier in the show, I'm not using fountain pens as much, so I'm not like all over this. Like I have to have this. Like maybe you know a year ago, it's like oh I gotta have this, I gotta have it now, and I'm ready to ink it up, and I know what ink I'm putting in it, and we're gonna go to town now. I'm for something this expensive, um, you know, takes a takes quite a thought process to get into. But this is um, one of the few Mont Blancs that have uh, spoken to me, um, and this one is. Uh, it's a looker. I, I know that. So I'll be anxious to see it in DC. I'm guessing they'll be there. Yeah, I guess if they're already available, so they'll have them. I'm sure the Andersons will bring them. But as um, I said, like I had stronger feelings than this uh, towards the M. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that made me, that didn't, that kind of made me sad. It didn't really live up to what I wanted it to be. So. Yeah, I know. I will want to try this before I buy this. Yeah, I kind of want to like buy an M. For like two hundred dollars just to have it, knowing that it's gonna suck and I'm not gonna like it, but it's a really cool pen. I mean, I'll never get one for that price. It'll be beat if it is, but it's just not a pen I wouldn't really use. So there's no use in paying, you know, it'd probably be for something. I think I could probably get an M for, but I would much rather pay the money for this and enjoy it and and really really use it. So we'll see. I got to, maybe I should. Uh, Maybe I should uh, sell a few pens before DC, and uh, you know, have the have the money. I had it, it like DC's in four weeks. I haven't even started saving yet. I should probably huh. work on that. Probably be a good idea. <laughs> I've been so busy. It's busy, busy, busy. So DC, real quick. Like I've I've always said that Knox coming to DC, and we're gonna have a table. We're not, um, which is okay. We're actually pretty happy with that because of the things that we got going on right now that. I don't know if we'll be able to announce before DC or not, but we're we're working on stuff. Um, oh, you're the worst. But I, I know, sorry. The worst in Twisby. Well, no, I'm just. I it's 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 a whole new world. For, I know, but you could have like left that other half of it out, right? Just be like, we haven't got a table. Huh? Sorry, like, but then you're like, because we got some <laughs> awesome stuff we're working on. <laughs> Worse than Twisby. I know. I'll I'll take it. I'll eat that. Um, <laughs> but I'll be working for Van S Pens in DC, Good. just like last year. So I'll be there all four days. So Thursday to Sunday, something like that. So I'll be there regardless, and uh, we'll have a good time. We'll talk about more about DC as we as we get closer for sure. DC seems like a fun show. I'd love to do it one day. Yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll have to work on that and make it happen. Yep. But there are a bunch of other shows I want to visit as well. So my goodness, for sure. That. For sure. All right, I think that brings us to the end of this week's show. Uh, if you would like to find our show notes for today's episode, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 212. 
Uh, if you want to find Brad online, he is over at penaddict.com and knock.co, and he is uh, at dowdyism on Twitter, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. Penaddict on Instagram, I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E, on both. Thanks again to Pen Chalet for their continued support of this show. Make sure you go and check them out and uh, consider Pen Chalet as the place where you go and buy your next lovely pen. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. Hopefully we won't have uh, both bought Mont Blancs in between now and then. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. So until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.